Yo, I'm Finn. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. So I was thinking rather than going to a pretty typical podcaster approach these days where um, I drop a couple episodes and then go to a QA, and a I was thinking I would go into a little bit more depth about myself from a business perspective and from a sports perspective. Um, and so today I'm going to be going over my business background, uh, why I love business, a little bit about, about me and my journey from way back to today where we are now. Good everyone, welcome back to the show and um, uh, as I say, grateful to have you on and have you listening and I really appreciate it whether you're a first time listener checking it out or if you're a regular visitor who's been listening to the first few episodes and, and liking it so coming back. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be going over a little bit about me and business in terms of my earliest business memories, some, some of my first businesses, my inspirations, uh, learnings from my businesses. Uh, talking about flat essentials, that's the thing I'm doing now, um, some of my favourite areas of business, some of my aspirations and then there's a, f- there's a few small businesses in the New Zealand scene that I really want to shout out at the end so stick around for that. Um, so yeah, by the way guys if you haven't subscribed or, or hit follow on the podcast yet on the potty feel free to do so, um, takes like 0.67 seconds I think is, is how long it takes to hit a button so if you do that right now, I'd really appreciate it, and that way it means that if you like my shit, then every time I drop something new, you'll you'll get it, you'll find it, you'll download it, and it'll be there for you to listen to, whether it's on your drive to work, or whether it's while you work out, or whether it's while you sit in the sun for an hour, or or just whatever. Um, but yeah, feel free to hit subscribe or, or hit follow, but anyways, let's get into it. Um... So my earliest business memory would probably be, I mean, I've talked about it in my introduction, Potty, but um, I just always remember being around my old man, and, and, and he's a businessman, his name's Michael Barnett, uh, CEO of the Auckland Business Chamber, and um, so for me, my whole life has just been growing up around him, having having meetings and talking business with, with important people, and um often I'll just be there listening and listening and listening and and watching and learning. So I've learned a lot about business just from watching and learning him and conversations he's had and situations he's been in and got out of and and all of that. But um, another memory that comes to my mind would be suiting up for the first time to go to a business event with him and my mum. And um, I think my sister was there too, but it was basically the Auckland Business Chamber is, is a so it works with the government. It's not a government organisation, but it works with the government to um, to enable small and medium businesses throughout New Zealand to thrive. And as part of that remit, they hold business awards each each year, um, in in conjoint with Westpac, and they they hold these awards to celebrate small and medium businesses that are doing really well in certain categories. And so I remember a few years ago, 2015, I was 15 year old, pretty fresh faced, I still am fresh faced, um, but I got to suit up and go to those events with him and I loved it and ever since then I've been going and it's it's a really great opportunity for me to go and rub shoulders with some excellent people and excellent um, business people as well and, and learn a lot and network and, and meet a lot of cool people so I'm really grateful for that and um, yeah like I can't stress enough like I've been like just unreal blessed to be able to go and do things like that in my life at the age of 15 or 16 or whatever um 
but yeah, that's probably my earliest business memory. Um, my first business, I've talked about it before. Um, I would go down to the warehouse. I bought it at St. Peter's, Cambridge, um, and I would go down to the warehouse on the weekends. I'd bike into town and buy as many bags of those little $1.10 pack of ice blocks that I could get, and I'd put, the, like, as many as my bag could fill, I'd put them all in there. And um, I'd buy them, and I'd buy them for a dollar, and then I'd sell each ice block for a dollar. So I'd 10x my investment. So I'd go and buy 10, 10 packs one weekend and and bike back, put them in the freezer, and then throughout the week I'd sell them and make 100 bucks off 10 bucks, off a 10-buck investment. So that was my first first real sort of, I don't even, it's not, it wasn't even a business, but... Um, yeah, that was that was the first sort of money making thing I tried, um, and um, I think about I think about that, and I think about my inspirations for business. And I had a mate called Sam Sam Williams. If you're listening to the Sammy, shout out to you, my mate. Um, I would have a lot of conversations in the middle of the night with uh, my mate Sammy in the boarding house, just talking business, talking a bit of shit. Um, I remember one time he, I walked in his room, I'm like, what are you up to, mate? He's like, oh, just checking out the stock market might become a day trader. I was like, oh. I looked at it all and that no, was too complicated. I, um, I'm on the stock market now actually through sharesies, but that's for another time. But um, yeah, Sammy Sammy was a real hustler. He bought a he bought a fryer, a fryer, I don't know what, I think they're called a fryer, and he, he bought it and he spent 90 bucks or something on it and he bought all these chips, frozen chips, and likewise with me with my ice blocks he would um he'd he'd make chips he'd go in the um go in the kitchen at morning tea lunch and he'd just cook chips and he'd, he'd charge the boys a few dollars each for a for a scoop or for a little handful and um i think where he went wrong was he did ious i think one of the boys owed him 70 bucks at one point but um, no, nah, Sam was a real hustler, so he inspired me. Uh, same thing with another one of the boys in the boarding house, Thomas and Brian. He he went and bought Cokes, and he'd sell them for two bucks, and he'd get them for a dollar each or something. So um, I definitely credit more of my hustle mindset or more of my go-get business mindset to growing up in the boarding house at St. Peter's around, around characters like that. Um, I think also I get a lot of inspiration, and I, I'm not, I don't mind admitting admitting it, but... I get a lot of inspiration from all the lifestyle influencers on Instagram and YouTube and um, I don't necessarily want to be like them or, or or try to emulate that and if I come across like that ever on my Instagram, fuck, I'm sorry because I don't, I don't want to be one of those fake people but try to be as real as I can. But um, I think definitely the idea of being able to live a lifestyle that you want while supporting yourself from one of your businesses is... Um, why would you, why would you not want that? That's like so cool, um, and just seeing that and seeing people travel the world with money they've earned from from supporting themselves through their own businesses is crazy, and so that's definitely an inspiration for me. And um, every now and again, I fall down the bu- a bunny hole and and watch a whole heap of inspirational videos on it. But um, yeah, the boarding house and and stuff like that, and as well as I just touched on with my old man. Uh, growing up in the business world, uh, which I was lucky enough to do, has has definitely inspired me. So, um, over the years, I've had a crack at a few things. Icebox was probably the most successful thing, and even then, it only made me a few hundred bucks every now and again in the summer for my pocket money. But um, one of the things was hats, 
So I came across like a hat design. I don't know how I got the idea, but I was like, wow, it'd be cool to make my own like clothes or make my own hats. And hats for some reason stuck on my head. So I, I what I did was I, I bought these hats and I, I got them off Vistaprint, which is like the worst website you can get them off. Um, so terrible. Do not recommend it at all for clothing. Um, maybe for stationery and stuff like that, but terrible for hats. Um, it's an Australian company. I, I went on there just because it was the cheapest thing I could find and the easiest thing to design. I had no idea about anything to do with designing, um, designing clothes or accessories or any of that. So, um, yeah, went on Vistaprint and made a couple of hats and bought as many as I can afford. I think I only had like a hundred bucks in my bank account at the time, two hundred bucks. Um, and sold a couple and then I ordered some more and I think I was I ordered like $450 worth of stock and that was like all the money I had um, which was pretty stupid for me to be honest I set up an Instagram and um, I called it going places I still really like the idea that I had behind the brand which was you know like I think I had like palm trees and and planes on the hats to represent like you know you're going somewhere you're like like that's the lifestyle that you want to be living like traveling on on beaches with palm trees but um yeah the marketing of it and the timing of it and definitely the quality of the hats was just terrible so um as I say I ordered these for $150 worth and and came in and got charged about 100 bucks 150 bucks from customs to get them in cuz I knew nothing about the import laws um <laughs> and got them and managed to sell them and make my money back but I didn't make any more than that might even have lost 30 or 50 bucks in the process but um, yeah it's one of my business stories I think one of the learnings there for me was as I say um, not rushing into things and doing things right um, have like backing myself with money to actually use the money efficiently to get a, a quality design and quality product that people will buy and buy into um, and I think some businesses doing that really well are, um, you know, FK, uh, 138, Tempt, those are three brands that, like, I know them, or I know of them, um, the, the owners personally, and they're all great dudes, and they've, they've all really bought into the quality side of things, and they're not trying to push, like, a something, like, a fast, quick, cheap sale, like, there's a story behind all three of the brands, and there's, really good quality behind all the three of the brands. So I think if I ever went back into the clothing line of business, I'd definitely look to them and try to talk to the owners of them for some inspiration. Um, but yeah, another one when I tried was drop shipping. Um, way harder than it than people make it out to be. I lost a few hundred dollars doing drop shipping. Um, yeah, terrible. Um, a lot of people think that you can just set up ads and make money, but I, I would spend hours creating these ads and creating a website and nothing sold. And I I had a great knowledge of it and I had a great understanding, but I just couldn't nail down the right product for the right customer. And in the in the end, I just stopped doing it because I didn't agree with, um, like obviously I, I wasn't making money off it, but um, the whole standard shipping from China to New Zealand or America to New Zealand was taking three weeks and I wasn't getting, uh, yeah, terrible. If you're going to do drop shipping like that, I wouldn't even bother. Like, you'd have to have so much money before you even hit anything. I had one of my mates who actually hit a good market, uh, Thomas, I'll probably get him on the show at some point to talk to him about it and, and pick his brain a little bit. But, um, but yeah, um, so, yeah, those are some of my past businesses I've done in. 
and uh, and I've had a lot of learnings from them for sure. Um, just a quick reminder, guys, um, before we get into talking a little bit more, I'm going to be talking about uh, where I'm at now with Flat Essentials and some of my favourite areas of business and aspirations for the future. But just a quick uh, a call to action, you could say, just if you're liking what you're hearing or if you've listened to some of my other episodes and you and you like to cope up behind what I'm doing or you, you think it's cool or you're getting anything out of it, feel free to subscribe or um, hit the follow button and download all the episodes as they come out. But um, getting back to it, uh, where I'm at now is I have a company with my mate Daniel called Flat Essentials. Um, came about the idea when I was in in university in the AUT halls, student halls in 2018. And basically, like, I love my flatmates. Like, I love them. But um, we had heaps of stupid fights over um, what we needed in the flat and who needed to get it and who had to buy it. And... Um, yeah, it led to a lot of tension. It wasn't the big things. It was just like niggly things like that. Like, oh, who's getting toilet paper next door? Oh, no, no, no. I thought like I thought you were getting it. Like, I bought it last time and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that led to me thinking of the idea of flat essentials. And I always have heaps of business ideas. I have a, I have a, I have a whole notebook full of business ideas and, and pad of business ideas. But um, yeah, flat essentials stuck with me after that, the whole idea of that. And um, yeah. I entered into a um, uni competition with Daniel and um, went through the competition and made the final and um, did all right for ourselves and fast forward, here we are now. Um, I'm not going to go too much into Flat Essentials because I want to do a separate origin story for that with Daniel um, once we get out of this whole lockdown mess. But yeah, it's a it's a really good story and um, if you're interested in, in seeing a bit more about that and this episode with Daniel's not up yet, uh, if you go to Flat Essentials, just at Flat Essentials on Instagram, there's heaps of um, videos and, and posts up there that'll give you a pretty good idea of what we've done and what we're looking to do. Um, but yeah, I'll move on for that. Um, some of my favourite areas of business, and remember this is just talking, so weird talking about myself. Um, this is this is just to give you a bit of background on myself in terms of business. And same thing when I do sports, I'll talk about all, all my background with sports. And it just means that I don't have to do like a random Q&A. I probably will do a Q&A, but it just means that by the time I do something like that, people will be able to ask more in-depth questions than, you know, what was your first business? Because I've already gone over it. Um, so my favourite areas of business, um, I love the marketing side of it, like the, the front side of the business where I'm marketing. And I also love thinking strategy, thinking like long-term how I can develop a business. And I love the ideating phase of it. Um, I definitely have noticed throughout the businesses that I've done and, and throughout all my little experiments that I tend to be more of a thinker than a doer. And when I say that out loud, oh, it sounds so bad, you know, Like, a, but um, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I just think it's the, I've noticed that I tend to be a lot better at thinking about things and having all these ideas. And then when it comes to doing them, I tend to stress myself out when there's too much to do. I have all these great ideas and I can't put them put them into action. Um, I was actually listening to the FK podcast the other day and, and Connor was talking about this as well, so I don't think I'm alone in it. But, um, yeah, I definitely, in terms of business, I love the marketing and love the um, love strategy and the ideation of everything rather than the, the backdoor uh, side of things in terms of actually doing things. Um, uh, in terms of aspirations... I um 
I have a few aspirations and I don't like to go into everything like too deep because again when I say it out loud it makes sense in my brain but when I say it out loud sometimes it can come across as a bit like I, just, I don't even know how to say it but um, there are a couple of aspirations that I have in terms of business and one of them is to successfully exit Fate Essentials so um, I've got a timeline on that where at the end of this year I want to sit down and look at look at the business and what we've done and um, ask myself do I want to keep doing it and I want to ask myself am I happy to keep doing it and I want to ask myself is it something that if I keep doing I'll be happy with in five years from now um, and another thing that I think is really important to think about as a small business owner and, and um, being top dog there with Daniel is that I go to uni and I play touch and I'm now doing this and I do a whole heap of things and if I look at myself in the mirror brutally, brutally, honestly, um, I don't give flat essentials anywhere near as enough um, time as I could or I want to. And, you know, sometimes I'll I'll be real stressed about it because um, I just feel like it's not fair to the business that I'm not giving it as much of my time as I could because, you know, what if I did? But... Um, yeah, so that's something I'm going to have a think about at the end of the year and, and don't get me wrong, I'm loving it. And if at the end of the year I'm loving it and we're doing really well, then um, I'll probably stick around. But um, when I say exit, I mean um, sell off my ownership of the business, of the company. Um, at this stage, I think I'd look to sell uh, 40% of my 50% stake and keep a 10% ownership, just so it's another asset in my portfolio. But... Um, yeah, that would that would mean that I'd still have some ownership of it and exit it successfully rather than it failing. Um, and uh, as I say, it would also I think I think that's like a pretty a big thing in my head is um, fear of failure. And I don't think failure is wrong. I think that's how you learn. But um, I think for me, especially after the last few businesses, it's really important that I successfully exit this rather than keep pushing and pushing and pushing until it goes broke um so yeah that's one of the things i want to do another thing looking forward to the future like i love i love business and i love setting up businesses and i love startups so i think i want to be involved in as many as i can and set up heaps of cool businesses do heaps of cool things to do with businesses do a bit of everything um do what i love um and be able to live off passive income and i i, I try to avoid the term passive income but that is what it is if I can set something up where I'm getting paid to um, paid based on my skill level or paid based on uh, sweat equity and stuff I've built up where I don't actually have to do the work anymore, then, then that's awesome because then I can spend my time doing what I love. Um, and then the last thing, Connor, if you're listening to this, my mate from FK Podcast, I'd be keen to jump on a potty with you and talk about this, and that is monetizing touch. So I play touch. I love I love playing touch. Um I've been fortunate enough to play for my country, uh, devote my life to it pretty much. Um, but it's not monetized at the moment and I can't make any living off it. As I say, I've, I've got a job and I, I've got a company and I go to uni as well. Like touch, unfortunately, isn't my full-time thing. I've got a couple of mates who play rugby and they play for like the Chiefs and it's their full-time thing, which is awesome. But um, yeah, touch isn't isn't like that unfortunately so one thing I'd love to do in the future is monetize it and make it a thing where we can um yeah make it a thing where people can devote themselves to it and get paid for it and make it their full-time gig because how good would that be um but yeah that's pretty much it guys um if you've made it to the end 
that's an achievement. Thank you so much. Um, really appreciate appreciate you listening. As I say, I'm pretty new to this whole podcasting thing. Um, just thought this would be an, a fresh perspective and a fresh way to for everyone to get to know me more rather than doing a Q&A. I, I still am keen to do a Q&A, as I say, but, um, but yeah, thought this would be a nice thing. So um, if you enjoyed it, feel free to follow, um, subscribe. Uh, if you're on Apple Potty, Apple Podcasts, and you're listening to this and you have like 30 seconds after this and you wanted to leave us a review, uh, that would be so cool. Um, and I would really appreciate that if you did that. But anyways, I'll let you get back to what you're doing. Before before you go, um, just wanted to re-shout out a couple of small businesses in New Zealand that I think are smashing it at the moment. Um, and those are FK for Keeps. Um, great little clothing brand. I'm actually wearing one of their shirts right now and I've, I've got another one on the way. Um, 138. Um, been starting to talk to Carlos a lot more recently and, and I've sort of known of him and gone to a couple of parties and he's been there but um, been following along with his journey quite closely and I think he's smashing it. I think what he does really well is he, is he storytells really well and um, I'll go into that f- further along the way but um, for me I think storytelling is one of the vital parts of a business and I think it's the most, it, it's, it's, it's the crux of a business these days is storytelling and telling a good story and I think um, I think Lossie does that really well so yeah 138 FK um, and Tempt they're a pretty new um, streetwear brand. These are all streetwear brands, but um, um, I like the up-and-coming street brands because they, oh, they're so energetic and they just make you hyped buying into their stories. So Tempt as well is another one that um, I'm actually looking to have some of those boys on the on the potty after the lockdown as well. So shout-out to Tempt. Um, but anyways, guys, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the potty. Uh, next week I'll probably chuck up one on my sports background and then we've got all the boring stuff out of the way and we can get into, the, get into chewing the fat and get into interviewing heaps of cool people so but um as i say just want to get this and get the sporting one out of the way so you guys can know a little bit more about me but yeah until the next one have a beautiful week um i hope you're having a beautiful day and put a smile on your face because you're an amazing person (laughs) um cheer have a good one Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to LNA.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at alanav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. If you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, checks out at Alanav podcast. Uh, that's our handle for Instagram, TikTok, um, and I think just about everything else as well. So more Alanav, go check us out at alanav.com. See you on the next episode of Alanav. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Cheers.